This is a podcast for the dreamers, a place to feel nourished and seen, a place to call in our highest path possible and to explore our desires, hopes, wishes, and dreams. I'm your guide, Emily Elliott. Welcome to The Magnetic Life. Hello and welcome to episode 45 of The Magnetic Life. I'm here today with Blake Fleischacker, also known as Blake Fly. He's not <laughs> playing my game. <laughs> I didn't know you were setting me up. Well, what's your other nicknames? Your husband. I thought you were going to say also known as my husband. You said also known as Blake Fly. Okay. And speaker, author, coach, coach, dad. <laughs> summer. Um, you're a coach, lover of macaroni, you. lover of macaroni and cheese, lover of sitting outdoors even when it's a billion degrees. you my bio. <laughs> <laughs> and fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Aren't you going to say that I'm a nine-time TEDx speaker just so I sound really egotistical? Yeah, nine times TEDx speaker and the guy who cleans our floors. Yeah, <laughs> way to balance it out. Okay, okay. And remember, I know you have a persona, but you're leaning really close to the mic and you don't need to. So you did a sound check. You don't need to. Are you done making fun of me? No, I'm not making fun. I just, I'm honored to be part of the two-person in- interview on this side of the mic. For those who can't see a video right now, Emily's looking at herself on zoom because she's a babe oh we just had a <laughs> we just had a did you be on with just me <laughs> as a guest i want to keep it really real that we just put our toddler to bed which is what's a good analogy for it depends if it's through your lens or mine okay say what's true to you it's like cleaning up after a concert and there's like one or two rowdy people left and then they <laughs> then they get in their uber and they go to sleep i was gonna say it's like fighting an alligator <laughs> okay so we just put koa to sleep we wanted to talk today about love languages so do you remember all the love languages i usually get four out of five i know there's five so there's gifts acts of service quality time physical touch Emily's yawning as I say this. And I always miss one. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Uh, Words of affirmation. That's the five. Okay. And is there one that you really clearly identify with? Uh, There used to be one. Now, I believe it is in flux and up for high debate. Okay. So let's go. Let's talk about that. All right. (laughs) so how what is it and why is it in why? you're so adorable right now because you're trying to be your podcast host self but also we're at the finale of the day of parenting and it's very very sweet to watch you okay well we're just keeping it more loose and real tonight so what is your top love language <laughs> it used to be words of affirmation by a landslide and it's shifted yes Mm. two quality time Uh 
And the reason I know that is because I find that a way to talk about love languages with people. If they're like, well, how do I know if, like, what's my love language? What if I have multiple? The way I like to think of it is if you flip it, what gets you most frustrated or annoyed or sad or disappointed when it's absent? Mm, Good point. I feel like that's the fast way to get to the get to the goods. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I find that for the last few years, an absence of words of affirmation used to really bum me out. Mm-hmm. Now, I think I've sort of supplemented it in a variety of ways. Whereas an absence of quality time with you mm-hmm. totally messes with my mind and my heart. Yeah. So having kids shifted your prime love language. I don't know if it was just kids. Mm. I think it might've just been more awareness of. I took for granted quality time with you Mm. for a long time because we were just, we had so much of it. So I don't know if it was kids or pandemic or just like maturity through experiences and conversations and having like mentors and guides and counselors and coaches in my life. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you're in a conversation with someone and they're yawning, but they're trying to do all the things to make it seem like they're not yawning. My beautiful bride, Emily's doing that right now, but it's okay because we're married. Okay. I'm just going to go air all your skeleton. (laughs) Isn't that the point of this episode? (laughs) Okay. That's really valuable information. And is it really hard I just like, I love this with you. I like making you laugh. Is it really hard to give out a love language that isn't your number one? Like, is it actually hard for you to give me my leading, which is physical touch? Uh, At times, yes. Because I feel like, well, if you go to the book, Five Love Languages, it's all about like, your love tank Mm -hmm. like if your love tank is low you need your partner to kind of help you bring it up through giving you love in the form of your love language so if my love tank is low i'm probably not very inclined to give you yours which is physical touch like just like massages or hugs or like very intentional well-timed embraces which is then kind of a vicious cycle because it's like if both are depleted and each is waiting for the other person to go, it can probably be a very vicious cycle for people. Yeah. Cause if it's like, well, I don't know, like I haven't had quality time with Emily or I haven't heard like really super kind words in a while from Emily. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'm going to just like offer up pre massages and then vice versa from you. And yeah. It's a tricky little, tricky little dance. So how do you break it if both people are just being stubborn and like, I'm too depleted to give mine? No, I'm too depleted to give mine. Well, you know, mini putt? Yeah. In mini putt, sometimes there's like a windmill. Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like in marriage with you, maybe with everyone, but I'll just speak about my experience. There's like these windmill moments Mm -hmm. where maybe we're not feeling connected or we're feeling like really apart because of just a bunch of stuff that's going on in our world. It's sort of like the windmill where there's just these, these tiny moments or like, Oh, that's the moment that Mm -hmm. I can actually like connect with Mm -hmm. Emily. And if I 
if I go at the wrong moment, I could get like clipped. If I go at the right moment, it's a, it's a moment of mm-hmm. like laughter or joy. And in those moments, I sort of feel like this portal opens up for love languages to more easily get to be exercised. That's why sometimes I cry when we just laugh or something. <laughs> I don't start bawling, but like I tear up because that is literally like a full body affirmation of, wow, we are totally connecting as a couple in this moment, mm-hmm. just maybe with like a joke or an exchange or a look or like a, we're super frustrated or stressed out or strung out with work or kids or who knows what. And then we kind of have this like break in the tension at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I start to tear up and then you go, why are you tearing up? And I go, cause I feel so connected to you in this moment. And so if there's a really long dry spell of like each person being really stressed, busy, sick, tired in their own shit, how do you break the stagnation that can start to happen in a relationship? Well, I feel like there's something that we're exploring lately, which is kind of new territory, but I think it's slightly, if not totally effective which is we will send each other voice notes right? when we're physically apart. Mm-hmm. Like if we're just in different rooms of the home or if you and I are out and the other one is home, mm-hmm. voice notes, it's sort of like our chance to be just tuned into that topic mm-hmm. instead of swept up in the 300 things that are the everydayness of life at home. Mm-hmm. Like right now we're sitting near our couch in the living room And usually we'll just sit there and go over things like plans for the week or money or stuff like that. And when we sit there, for me anyway, it's sort of like we're sitting in 242 possible topics. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whereas if you're doing your own thing and I'm doing my own thing and we just connect over a voice note, we can hear each other and feel each other and then sort of engage in the moment that we have a moment. So I feel like that's a good bridge Mm -hmm. for love languaging. It's recent though. It's like a new experiment. Right. It's it's new. Okay. You think of that though. I mean, you're the one <laughs> on the other end of the message. Sending mm. it or receiving it. Do you remember why you got into entrepreneurship? For so many of us, it is because of the freedom that entrepreneurship can bring. But then we get bogged down with things like too much responsibility, decision paralysis figuring out where to put our time and making sure we aren't up all night drinking coffee and eating treats as those not-so-hot patterns can emerge during times of stress and feeling a general lack of support. What's worse is we can see everything we desire, but we just don't know how to get there. What if we told you that you could enrich your weeks and days with a community of devoted, passionate, impact-driven, and health and lifestyle-anchored entrepreneurs who have shared values and believe that we can really, truly, actually all shine together. A space that focuses on individual and shared success and also a place to really just be yourself. In this space, we are equally devoted to big leaps in our business as we are to nurturing our highest health and happiness. Yet, we deeply know that we can have our cake and eat it too. 
If you are feeling the strong call for connection, accountability, a trusted group of like minds, weekly elevation, being called forward to your highest and a sacred place to move through the highs and lows of entrepreneurship, then the mastermind is for you. Check out the link in the show notes, kelseyridel.com forward slash mastermind. It's time for you to inspire the action that will bring you forward to everything you dream of. Yeah, I think that when you're stuck in your same day-to-day surroundings, it's like there's too much responsibility for two people to possibly maintain in a day. So it's like you're scrubbing the floors, I'm hucking the laundry, you know, I'm emptying the car, you're whatever swishing the toilet (laughs) i feel like i have a variety of jobs but you're listing the ones that are less glamorous um and then it's like by the time you go to look at each other it's just like so monotonous so i think when we remove ourselves from our to physical to-do list through voice note or like sitting in the backyard i think it can just add a little more variety and excitement to the monotony of day-to-day life. And it's that concept of duality that you can be grateful for the life you have, that you have floors to clean and laundry to fold and be real with the fact that it can wipe you out. So it's like, I find even if we've been in a bit of an argument for like a day, but then one of us leaves the house within 10 minutes, one of us is on voice and I'm like, so I've gained some perspective in these 10 minutes. Yeah. And so I think that's really works for us. And I think you're leaning more into intuition now. You can now pick up if like my body looks super tense, it's like I just need a minute. It's not the time to bring up something intense, right? Um and something I learned for you is not to send you house texts while you're working because it totally throws you off course. Whereas another person would be like, I don't give a shit about where we store the sunscreen. It like <laughs> tanked you. You'd be like, oh, I'm sad now. So you now I leave a list on the island, right? I feel like there's a lot of gaps. It's <laughs> like I don't get sad. <laughs> What are you telling me the sunscreen is? It's more like if I'm working and I get a text that just says something like, where'd you leave the sunscreen? Yeah. I don't hear tone in that. I don't know if you're overwhelmed or pissed or just Mm -hmm. literally asking like, hey, where'd you leave the sunscreen? I don't know. So if I'm in workflow, then I sort of get tangential with, "Uh Mm uh-oh, Are we now in like a little bit of a thing? Because mm-hmm. maybe now the kids are sort of like disorganized or like mm-hmm. maybe you missed something that you can't get to now because you didn't have a thing that I said I'd like organize or whatever. So it's yeah. not just that I start getting sad <laughs> if you text me about sunscreen. <laughs> right. So anyways, we have some new systems. And I know we're going to keep this episode short-ish, but... Do you feel like we're on track? Are we doing well here? How are we doing? You're the host. I'm just here. Yeah, this is more a casual episode, but I really like to keep it real. So I'm okay with the like more end of the day bantery. Is that a sidestep way of saying you're not doing that great? (laughs) It's up to the audience. They'll have to message us. Please vote. 
Okay, so you love being a host. You're the best speaker I know. You know, I've watched you coach all these speakers and then seen them, and I guess I'm proud of you, but don't tell don't tell people I said that out loud. No, you're amazing. So what why don't you wrap us up here with one big question that you can ask me? Okay, okay. On the fly. Oh. Ketchup or mustard? No, I want to get a good question here. I saw an image once of a couple. It was like an artist drawing. There's a couple on a couch. The men and the women are at opposite ends of the couch. They're like arms across. They're mm-hmm. clearly pissed off at each other in a big argument. Mm-hmm. And it shows like their brains like a little character and their hearts like a little character. And it mm-hmm. shows the brains like running to opposite ends of the couch, like mm-hmm. get away from me. Mm-hmm. And the, their hearts are running towards each other. Like, I want to connect to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm asking a question around this image because I find if we are distant or not topped up on the love tank, my brain is just like, oh my God, Emily. But my heart is like, aching to just connect to you and like totally just be connecting okay in those moments when we are distant or Mm -hmm. apart or just not clicking in Mm -hmm. for a day or something what do you miss the most what are you like aching for from me in those Mm -hmm. moments where we're just like distant and not clicking The first thing that downloaded into my mind is to just release the story that you're holding. Because it's like, and again, it comes back to you go first or I go first. So it's like, usually if you're, we're fighting, we're each holding a story that partially isn't true, but we're like trapped in our own self-righteousness. So if like, Whoever can develop radical self-compassion and drop the story first is the one that will lead the union back to a loving place. So I know even a couple of times we've had really big fights and we'll eventually talk and talk and talk. And it's like, that was your interpretation of that. And it was nowhere near the other person's intent. So I think willingness just to like hold so much compassion that an old part of me or you is hurting and like a little child in us is hurting or the part of us that was bullied or that had a hard time in life. So when we can just hold radical fucking compassion and be like, this is likely a story and I just want the other person to feel so safe and held all the ego drops because I can even think of an issue that we've had repeatedly. I don't even know how it came to me, but I just said to you, even though this situation is like batters me in a lot of ways, I finally got to the point where I said, it must be really, really hard for you too. And you're like, I've never heard you say that. So for 10 years on this topic, both of us are like, it's so hard on me. It's so hard on me. And maybe what we needed to hear the most from each other the whole time that's never been said as a decade in a decade is that must be so hard on you. It's like flipping the script and really seeing how that causes suffering in the other person. 
Because in this situation, neither one of us is right or wrong. It's just um, protecting each other through the storm, right? So that was that was a time where I was able to rally with compassion and dissolve the story just being about me. And that was a breakthrough for us. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. Monumental. <laughs> yeah. When you said that, I was like, um, I've never heard this. Yeah. Well, neither of us ever heard, heard right? Like 10 years of not saying to each other, it was like me, 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 me. And then the first time I said, that must be really hard for you. And just kind of put my pain in a little box with a bow on the side. And you were just like mind blown because I gave you what I needed the most. Just because I'm like, this is the way through. <laughs> so thanks for the question. And now to end, let me think of the best question of all. Brownies or cookies? I'm going to take that metaphorical. And I'm going to consider metaphors of like brownies are sort of like the muck of a relationship. Mm -hmm. Cookies are like the sweet stuff. Mm -hmm. And so if I have to choose between the muck or the sweet stuff, I once heard a song lyric that said, I would rather be fighting with you than loving anyone else. That's sweet. And oh, I just held my hand. Look out, folks. Breakthrough. Um, yeah, like I used to just be total sunshine and lollipops all the time. And then I was keen to figure out like, okay, well, let's explore the full range. Like, let's let's go to the dark side too. And times where we've had that, I feel like we like drop in even deeper as a couple. Yeah. So I prefer brownies. <laughs> over chocolate chip mm -hmm. cookies i added chocolate chip you just said cookies because as long as we get through i mm -hmm. feel like on the other side it's like really really rich and nourishing mm -hmm. whereas when we get through a good time we're just like that was a good time <laughs> when we get through a bad time we're like whoa it's mm -hmm. nice to be back in a good time and to have the wisdom experience and reflection from the bad time yeah and that was actually a really big breakthrough for you a few years ago because i think you had a narrative a while ago that relationships should only be like disney perfection and when we first started like arguing and having different points of view and challenging each other you were petrified Whereas I was just like, let's fucking go. This is cool. Let's go. And then I felt like this weird stress or shame or guilt that I'm like, am I wrong? Like, are relationships supposed to be like the Disney fairy tale? But then I think through all the work we've done, we've actually learned that almost all the best couples have a lot on their shit plate. <laughs> and when you have a big mission on earth you know someone who can hold the mirror for you can be some of the best work there is yep well thank you mr fly shocker for attending the magnetic life do we have a question for the listeners um 
you can leave the final question. I think a question for people that are tuned in is what is the fastest way to return to each other Mm -hmm. for you? I love it. And if people want to share with us, you can message us. I heard once that love is just polarization. Yeah. It's like a series of come apart and return, Mm -hmm. come apart and return. And the speed in Mm -hmm. which you can return is like a major indicator of the the strength of the relationship. Mm, That's good. I'm asking myself, like, what makes us return fastest? Mm -hmm. So to the listeners in relationships, what makes you return to each other the fastest? And how can you double down on that? Mm. So you spend less time in the in the valleys. Chocolate dip popsicles for sure when you come home with one. Just kidding. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening to episode 45 of the Magnetic Life. And we'll see you in the next one. When do I get to come back? All the time. Like 46 and 47? Um, we'll call we'll call you back at 61. 61? That's far. <laughs> Okay, you guys vote. Tell us when Blake should be back. What if you do like a 46A, 46B, 47A, 47B, and I'm the B? Oh, complicated. Good night, Blake.